nothing in common. Nothing to say, nothing to comment. I can't stay, come for the comments. What is going on? We back for another episode of the Dots Up podcast. Uh, we still working out the new intro and stuff, so we don't really have one. I'm working on it, so bear with us as we uh, get through that. But we are the hosts that be fronting like they know the most. You know, don't get hurt. If we say something that rubs you the wrong way, if you can't take the heat, then get up out the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? But you here with, uh, we got Shiz here. What's up, Shiz? Yo. How you doing, man? Things are playing, bro. Up in uh, Berkshire's, just chilling, taking it easy. And yeah, man. Yeah, man I, I've noticed that your beard's starting to connect, man. How does that feel? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> y'all thought that was funny, huh? See, y'all, y'all can't see everybody else on the on the pod right now, but everybody else thought that shit was funny. But yeah, I'm I'm trying. I'm trying. Hey, Green, some people aren't blessed like us. That's all I'm saying. You know, it is what it is. You know, I, no, honestly, I think it's the way. Um, no disrespect to Pedro, you because you be reviving my hairline, but I think it's the way he cuts my beard sometimes. You know, <laughs> like the stash, it doesn't really. I'm making excuses right now, but how you doing? I'm chilling, man. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. A lot to be desired. Leaves a lot to be desired. He's talking to you, Shiz. Oh, you talking to me? My bad. <laughs> My bad. I was like, I was like, what is he? What are you talking about? But yo, I see the balloons behind you, bro. What's that about? I got a week left. A week left before I I cross over to the other side. You know, yeah, what's, 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 daddy is. <laughs> yo, what's you making a more clear the, for the people? Yeah, what's the other side? <laughs> before I hit that, that uh, that sounds crazy. <laughs> my second year of twenty nine. Mm. <laughs> Old ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad, T. My bad. Sorry. 31 over here. <laughs> Damn. That's crazy. Yeah, man. We getting up there, bro. We getting hey. old. No, nah, no, no. Y'all are getting up there. Yo, at, at 30, a lot of NBA players really reach their peak prime. So, <laughs> bro, I've seen the NBA draft the NBA and looking player? at these kids just hating on their outfits. That's how I knew I was old. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yeah, we, we've hit that point, definitely. Like, can't they just get a haircut? <laughs> Young whippersnappers. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I'm cooling, man. Just um waiting, waiting this week out to see see what happens as I cross over to greener pastures next week. You know what I'm saying? But uh what's up with what's up with you, Reem? I'm good, man. Doing good. Um, you know, same old, same old work. Mercer had overnights uh last night tonight and two nights ago so like our schedules have been real off um, oh so, so you, you logged on really been on the game yo he's he's gonna say he look like big nah, girls bro hub, you picked up the jerseys pack from costco the bro not the, hub, the house has nah. been dry Uberderm does paid that boy a visit <laughs> I, I did them put some work into this game though. I'll mm. tell you that. Hey yo. No. Oh, okay. The game. <laughs> what, what game? Uh, <laughs> Diablo. VR. Diablo, Diablo 4? 4. Yeah. I heard that game VR. 
Bro, I, I need to cross over to the other side. I need to get a PlayStation, so I'm going to talk to you about just, that. Just do it, y'all. Stop being some broke-ass bums and just, you know, <laughs> whoa, find, whoa, find whoa, a little whoa, bit of cheddar. Whoa, okay. That was, right? that was all right. crazy. All right. All right. Beard <laughs> 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 Yo, shut up, D. <laughs> I heard that. Yo, Make he just... Move, Green low-key just be holding out, though. I know he got, like, four or five PS5s in the queue. Like, you nah, can't Reeves even... a nasty could... boy. He on the hub with the PlayStation VR. Yikes. You got the goggles on. You can do that. <laughs> Yo, don't look don't surprised. Act surprised. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. That was good. He said, Yo, the, v- the VR. Sorry, sorry. Sidebar, real quick. The VR might be something I really try and get in the next year or two. It looks like uh, that shit was crazy. Not because of that reason, but <laughs> dog, the That's Apple VR costs like three thousand dollars, bro. I know. Did you see the release? That. that shit. That was shit was crazy. But I'm sorry, not, I'm sidetracking. I'm sidetracking. I'm not that interested in that shit, bro. I think it could you be. See, really I think that's why I'm old. Yeah, it's well yeah. done. It could be. It could be if it's really immersive. Like that's that's next level. Fuck that! I can go. I can go to the IMAX. Yo, Kareem's considering it. The same thing. I'm, oh, I'm considering it. I'm, I'm a big. I'm Kareem's a already setting up the box to buy them. Yeah. Flip them. You know how Kareem works. Nigga, just go to the science museum and fucking go to the yeah. IMAX. Yo, this dude T mirror, told people to go to the VR. science museum. Nah, yeah, they got a shout out. Shout out IMAX in there. Yeah, it's a yeah. You, you guys go to the science museum. Seats, yeah. seats be moving and shit. You bring a little spray bottle for when the water scenes come. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, take a little mushrooms, micro dose. You know, yeah, go enjoy man. that experience. That's immersive. I got a good mushroom connect now. So allegedly, sound, sound. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's Daddy One Hundred One right there. Man. Trev's like Trev's probably like, Yo, my daughter. You know, somewhere along the line is gonna be like, Yo, Dad, can I get that VR? Take your ass down to the IMAX. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they got IMAX at home. Take this $20 and send it on a train and be like, yo, go check out that IMAX. Yo, take this spray bottle with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Uh, what's yeah, up I'm with you, T? I'm How good. you doing? I'm good, man. I um This week, I, well, last week, I officially got the, the green light. I got my, my teacher's, my PE teacher license. Let's so, go. Good. Yo, license yo. T- licensed educator over here now. We got to get you a tracks, an honorary tracksuit. Yo, I need to buy. I, I've been, I've been in, I've been looking for the sales, bro. For real. Don't do that, like, get some PE. Get him a whistle. Nah, you need the honorary like, tracksuit. <laughs> I, I need you to be a fly guy. I need you to I'm going to have a few guy. of them. But yeah. realistically, I'm looking for like more functional stuff because like my style, like I'd be playing the games with them. Mm. Like it just makes it go by way faster and more fun. So, I, mm. so I'm, Yo, I'm, he's I about to be in there taking out kids, bro. Dodgeball, I can already 100%. see. One hundred percent. Oh, they gave me five thousand. You can still play dodgeball. They never stopped oh, okay. it. Just call it something else. Maybe that was I thought, a rumor I that you, you couldn't play it. Yeah. Nah. No, it's a certain gotta, dodgeball. You can't yeah, play like the lineup on the, one um, side, lineup on other side dodgeball. You need the soft. So what's the, the other ball. kind of yeah. dodgeball? So there's the, the dodgeballs we play with were like the ones they use for like four square, like the the rubber. Yeah, the soft ones. We can't use those no more. If they have like these anti-sting balls and they like they have like air and foam mixed in together. Yeah. So really oh, like God. you really gotta but hit those somebody, shits like, don't move face. like that though. You gotta, you gotta you gotta I see some dudes right. I see some dudes on the baseball team that can still get the throw and if yeah. they're accurate, yeah, got it. That's the thing, but it's kids, so like yeah. No, there's like free for all dodgeball where you just have everybody get the we had, like oh we used to play that. I play that. We had that I'm in high school. When we were in that. school. We had we had this, we had the softballs. They had moved away from the rubber balls when we were in school. Nah, I had the rubber but joints. You have you, you had have the rubber still? Like, yeah, the kickballs. Yeah. Yo, those are the only oh, rubbers. That's crazy. Used. 
What school did y'all go to? They, they did not care about you. Yo, y'all are crazy. Yo, I'm we getting used abused like right now. Y'all don't even hear this. You ran a Metco program, bro? Did you? <laughs> you know, it was affirmative yo, action. <laughs> all, the, all the soccer kids used to kick them shit, too, in dodgeball. They yo, used to drop kick them shit too. to kill people. <laughs> Matt Ball was fun. But we, I got sidetracked on, yo, that's elite. I'm yeah, glad, sorry. I'm happy for you, Trev. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So if you ever like, yo, play this game, I got you. <laughs> Yeah, I'll come in and be like, yo, I'll hand him, I am 12. Like, that's a big ass six, that's a big ass sixth grader. Right. You ever need a rigger, Trev? Let him know. Got you. Trev's gonna start taking bets on the games, bro. He's gonna tell you which kids are good and bad. Hey. Yo, so I got a quick question for you. And I know we about we want to get into some other topics, but T, do you have like leeway around like different lesson plans and like your curriculum and stuff like that? So I will receive a I will have my choice or the principal will choose for me for district approved curriculum. And so I can follow that to an extent, but um I have leeway to change something. The, all they really care about is if I reach like these certain standards that are um BPS certified, like um like different motor skills like running, hopping, skipping, jumping, um, galloping, all those, I have to they have to learn that shit. So long as they're learning yeah, that, 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 I, that got racial like real quick. Yeah, you, you said, <laughs> what galloping? Galloping from running to jumping to, to galloping. Yeah, I was yeah, about to ask. What's the fuck is the difference right here? And then, oh, but it's dude. cool. They actually have stuff That's where dope. like kids have to learn the rules of games. They have to like be able to like have sportsmanship. Like it connects to like social emotional skills of what oh, they okay. want. So, so it's tough. That's dope. Yeah, dude. Gym class yeah. was like the 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 ultimate release. Like you really learn how to operate in society there. Like that's the I ultimate be on humbler. The, the Roxbury babies, they be turned. I used to work there, so, so <laughs> I that's know fire. How be moving, mad competitive. So what's up with you, Mook? How you doing, Mook? Man, doing good. Chilling another beautiful day. Uh, you want to talk about the tournament you entered? I entered. Shit, um, I went to watch. No, uh, no, not no, that no. not that tournament. The other tournament that we had. Life oh, is crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Life is crazy. Part two this year, August 5th um, in High Park. I forget the name of the gym, but, you know, pull up. You know, the one next to Burger King? I honestly have never been to the gym, so I have no idea where it's at. Mm. Okay. I'll, uh, I think I'll, I know where it is. It's probably awesome community center. It's, it's like the bo- boss or something like that. Bozy, some some new facility that they built. I guess it's like in some industrial part. I've seen people playing it before, but I've never actually been inside it. But Damn, nice I live boards, I guess I heard about this. Yeah, it's, I guess it's like in some Uh-oh. industrial area. Out? They don't need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that should be. Can, they can know you got a mushroom plug, but they can't know you live where you live. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, pull up. Any, any, yeah, is that like the new this? thing? Oh, my bad. Oh, Go ahead, Shiz. No, you good. You good, deep. I was gonna say, is that the new thing? These sports complex, these multi, multi sports complex, seeing those yeah, pop up. Something everywhere. to fucking do. If I had the money, that's what I invest in because you could do so much with it. Like, we look at a place like um, Starland and stuff like that, it's making crazy money because not only just a basketball court, but there's restaurants, there's, you know, arcades, arcade, bumper yeah. cars, like laser tag, all this stuff going on. So it's like, if you host a tournament, you know, parents could take their kids to the tournament and be like, all right, well, I don't actually want to watch the game. Like, I can go take my son to go play bumper cars or go-karts or some shit like that. Like, it's so much money to be made with those. You get, like, obviously getting a really good location too. But, I mean, that's like, you know, 
passive like income if you learn it right. Places like that. Yeah. I mean, you can also like I feel it's always easy because they just get like all the high school kids or college kids at a home for the summer just to work, and those are like the busy times that they get those people to work. And you probably because a high school kid, you can you don't have to give them the same rate that you would have like an actual like adult to work at that time. So. Yeah, like they don't need health insurance. Well, I thought you were gonna say give them Mexico. Exactly. <laughs> this guy. Um. So moving <laughs> along, uh, Mook, is there any? Is there like a cash prize to the tournament? Um, yeah. So the cash prize this year, I think it went up to, to it went up to three thousand. So that's what's up. You know, the price went up. Yeah. That's what's up. August fifth. Be there. Be square. Tell a friend. Take the dots up, Prague. Dots Up podcast over there. So, yeah, today uh, we're going to go into some of the recent rulings that the Supreme Court has has dealt out, has um, handed down. And this last week, um, it seems like there's been a lot that has happened, uh, such as they had um, a ruling against student loan forgiveness. Um, so... They basically said they're not going to do Joe Biden's plan to let $10,000 of debt go um, and that it's unconstitutional. And then we also have another ruling saying that the Supreme Court limits LGBTQ protections with the ruling in favor of Christian web designer. And then we have another ruling um, around affirmative action in college admissions saying that um that basically rolling back the affirmative actions that um, colleges have when they're selecting students to come into their um, institutions. Uh, So we just first wanted to take note of everything that's going on, um, especially within this past year, going all the way back, it seems like the Supreme Court has been um, very active. And it might just be that we're seeing this stuff now, one, because we're paying attention to it more, um, and two, because it's dealing with stuff that's relevant to our generation. Um, so it seems more prominent. But I mean, going back a year, they even when they uh, repealed uh, Roe v. Wade and the abortion protections that that had. So um, we had an episode that talked about that. And even when we talked then, I remember saying, like, it seems like we're going backwards and it just seems like they're stripping away stuff. And even though we're in 2023, it seems like. Um, a lot of the pro- progress that happened is is starting to get erased. And this all goes back to, uh, again, just the way that the Supreme Court was, was molded was how the Supreme Court justices were put in place. Um, now that there's what, six conservatives um, and three liberals. liberals who sit on the Supreme Court. And even in how that came to be uh, when President Obama was on the way out. He had selected someone to be up for the election process for the Supreme Court. Uh, Then the Republicans um, decided that he could not put that person up for selection. They would not look at that person because he was on his way out. So they didn't think it would be fair to choose somebody at that point in time. But then when Trump was in a similar situation in 2016, and he chose someone to go up the Republicans rushed that person through the process in order to get that person on the seat so they could secure the power in the Supreme Court. So um, a lot of moving parts going on. And now we're starting to see the ramifications of that. Uh, just we can get everybody's initial thoughts on everything that's going on. And then we're going to dive specifically 
into the affirmative action case because that's something that um, we all uh, have a little bit of familiarity with and um, some thoughts about. No, so I, I read this one woman's take. I wish I could shout her out, but I don't know. It was on someone's story. But it was just a it was like it was a little taste of optimism around all these court cases. And essentially they were saying that um this is the like super conservative right. Like I want to be clear that like there's plenty of Republicans who like are not that conservative who are like, yo, I they're like I'm a Republican for fiscal reasons or shit like that. Like, cool, whatever, whatever your prerogative is. But they were basically saying that this is basically white supremacist's last ditch effort to like, you know, get get how the, how they get America how they want to. But it's clear based on like the amount of outrage that so many people, even on the right, have that like it's just overwhelming. It's too it's people are too moderate slash to the left overwhelmingly for this to like keep going at least that, that of course that's an opinion that's not a fact um but just saying that like we all that momentum hasn't gone gone anywhere from the people who are progressive it's just for right now it's just being slowed down but eventually you know fucking vote local don't just wait for the 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 federal elections like vote in your town because all that shit trickles up all those people end up being like congressmen or women and, and senators and things like that. So just a, a little dose of positivity because like there's some dark shit. No, I like that point to like, you know, continue to vote. Like you said, vote locally because I mean, like D has said, this is, this is what's happening, right? The ramifications of like certain people saying, oh, this doesn't really impact me. Because when I saw the, the student loan forgiveness thing, my initial reaction was like, damn, got to pay in October. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> can't get, you know, the first when, you know, when Biden um, rolled out that that plan and millions of people applied for um, that student loan forgiveness program. Because I'm like, yo, if you can, if I can, if I can get $10,000, that will definitely go a long way for me. But um no, I just I just like that piece that you met that you that you just said in terms of us just being more, you know, optimistic around, you know, the future of this country. Um, what has to change? Do these niggas got to die out? Like, just <laughs> to all of y'all, I just want to know, you know, yeah, today. pretty much. They're in they're in office till they either you say they don't want to be or till they die. <laughs> yeah, in terms of the Supreme Court, for sure. But um, I mean, some of these lies guys can get voted out because. Um, D, what you brought up earlier about what they blacked Obama, I think they slow played the vote for him to get it so that he was out by the time they could have like the viable um, hearings. Mm -hmm. And then whereas Trump, they fast tracked it just to make sure because sometimes those decisions can take three, two, three years, four years to really come and find that justice. So it's crazy how intricate it is. It actually is more important about like the balance of in the house. Like, does the president have like the majority in the house and then in the Senate? That that's when things really start moving. And Obama lost that. And then you, I mean, you can see his his replacement. You could tell it was trending mm -hmm. to the right. All these things take ten plus years to really come in fruition. Like this shit started way be, like this shit started probably around like Bush. 
the Bush, the Bush family. And then even though even them, like now I'm like, oh damn, they're like moderate compared to like how motherfuckers is moving now. But it just slowly, you know, starts trending that way. Even if, you know, we had Obama, but then that switched everything up. Yeah, the checks and balances. We had Obama, yeah. but there was a Republican Senate. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think what um what stands out to me, because I, I think I've followed the student loan stuff just the most most closely, um, is kind of like the 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 backwardsness of the reason for the initial forgiveness and then the arguments for why forgiveness shouldn't be used. And it's just my issue is that their arguments for again the arguments against the forgiveness are just not consistent with other forms of forgiveness. So like business loans forgiveness and other personal loan forgiveness is really, really common. And especially in the pandemic, you saw those PPP loans being given out a lot. And business owners, PPP loan is like a paycheck protection program loan. And it was given a lot during COVID. And a lot of people got money back in order to run their business or to pay their workers. It was an important thing. But there's this um, account on Twitter that has been tweeting out all of these um, basically politicians and business owners who how much money they got back in PPP loan forgiveness. Mm. And so you see loan forgiveness is actually extremely common in our society in terms of and for a lot of reasons. And so I don't know, for me, like the idea of forgiving millions of people's student loans, I understand that that's going to put the country in a worse position but then we're already doing that in other ways. And so I, my issue was just the backwardness of like the inconsistency of it. We're going to forgive these, but not these. And who's making that decision? You know, whether or not we have forgiveness, like I'll pay it either way. I like the 20,000 off, but I, I like more consistency in our decisions overall would be my preference. Could it be that show who they're trying to benefit? Like who would what would these forgivenesses benefit the most? Exactly. That's what I was gonna say because it's gonna benefit. If you think about it, the student loan forgiveness for those rich Americans that shit doesn't affect them because they pay they're not shit off paying. They don't have any debt. Yeah, any there's no there. there's no debt to begin with. But they know that these these um, business loans and stuff like that they're helping out the rich. The rich are gonna obviously keep caring to the rich because that's where they feel the you know the the power is that's where they feel their their money's coming from yeah this is this <laughs> capitalism <laughs> as we like to say on this podcast capitalism but uh let's get into the affirmative action case specifically um trev what you got for us all right so the the major beginning of affirmative action in 1978, at a University of California, governing body of the university, um, in the state of California, this wasn't federal. They basically allowed what beginning of um, affirmative action was, but they had a little checks and balances, um, and they wanted to prohibit from using strict racial quotas, but they could consider race as part of it. Like, hmm, this is interesting. Like, we want, we want, like, to their discretion. They could say like, oh, this this will enhance the quality of our university in some way or, or form. Then, you know, there between 1978 to 1996, there, there's like two challenges kind of slowly chinking away at that um, decision. 
for um, people who are uh, critics of affirmative action. I think you meant um, chipping away, but yeah. <laughs> you can, there's a chink in the armor, you know, chipping oh, away. Okay. But that is actually kind of ironic. I don't know if that was like a little bias popping up, but um, I digress. <laughs> so, you want to be sensitive. And, yeah, yeah. Supreme, um, so in 2003, um, the Supreme Court is still kind of vibing with um, affirmative action, but they wanted to make it a little more um, distinct. They wanted to make it a little more strict ideas of what that looks like. So um, it's a case called Gratz versus Bollinger. So it blocked undergraduates from using like a points-based system saying like, oh, if you're black, that's an extra point towards um or if you're a woman or you know if you have a disability like people forget that it's not actually all just about race and affirmative action but we're, we're going to talk about that um as we move forward but um they were able to in 2003 and um at the university of michigan they were able to use um race as a plus factor like so this is a more clear understanding of what how i see affirmative action like oh we have these two applicants they are very similarly qualified, but this person is um, from a disenfranchised group or a minority, and we want to enhance the diversity of our college, so we're going to pick this guy. This other guy will probably be able to get in somewhere else. Um, motherfuckers in Michigan did not like that, so um, <laughs> leave forward to um, 07, Supreme Court strike down some integration plans that were voluntarily used in um, Seattle by the K, K through 12. And I thought this quote was really was really terrible. So I had to share it with you. Chief Justice Roberts. So if you're the chief justice, you're like the leader of the Supreme Court justices. He says, the way to stop discrimination on the basis of race is to stop discriminating on the basis of race. So <laughs> the way to get better at basketball is to get better at basketball like that shit doesn't make any sense i obviously i see what he's trying to say is like oh we can't um get somebody like um like a black person a, a chance because they're black because then that leads into discrimination of anyone but it's bullshit that's it you can tell by the quote you can tell by the way that it is if i use his logic so you go in 2016 um there's these two cases called the um the fisher cases Fisher versus the University of Texas. But um, basically they said that um, affirmative action is okay if it is in pursuing the educational benefits that come from our diverse student body. So just, you know, those different experiences that people have, different languages, all that kind of becomes a melting pot, what America is supposed to be. And then notice that was in 2016. We all know who was elected then we all know that what did he get um did trump get three justices to replace or was it two i thought it was three it was three so this is where the court just completely turns so you can kind of see from this these past seven years all all this has been bubbling up from this whole history where i'm going to read the whole thing just because so everyone you know we can and we'll leave it there the supreme court finds it unconstitutional to consider race and university admissions. Eliminating racial discrimination means eliminating all of it. So this motherfucker, Justice John Roberts, again, saying the same bullshit. Like <laughs> you could tell that it is because that's the way it is. Um, so he, and he literally wrote that down in, in his cases and his decision. Um, and this, this case 
a lot of you may have heard of this, uh, but maybe not by the name, but just the overall concept. Students for Fair Admissions versus the University of North Carolina and Students for Fair Admissions, Inc. So it's kind of like a class action lawsuit. Um, and they also went against the president and fellows of Harvard College. So that's us locally. That's what we were hearing about. And um, then, you know, you give a call back to the my mistake of saying a chink in armor. I swear to God, I didn't mean that. But, um, you know, shit happens. It's in the English vocabulary. What can I say? Um <laughs> <laughs> the um and then the the overall like defining <laughs> sentence from justice roberts is the student must be treated based on his or her experience as an individual not the basis of rate a race so it just continues that same thing of like oh to get rid of racism you have to stop racism like it's just circular um thinking and it's crazy that like this someone who's a judge is supposed to use logic and that's not logic to me. And here we are today. Yeah, here we are today. And you gave us Justice Roberts, uh, his thoughts on it. And I just wanted to give Justice Sonia Sotomayor's thoughts, her dissenting opinion on the court's um, ruling on the affirmative action case. And she she had a, a lot to say, but this part I'll speak on and. She says, and I quote, the pursuit of racial diversity will go on, although the court has stripped out almost all uses of race in college initiatives, universities can and should continue to use all available tools to meet society's needs for diversity in education. And then uh, Justice Kentaji Brown Jackson wrote in her dissent, it would be deeply unfortunate if the equal protection cause uh, the equal protection clause actually demand this perverse, ahistorical, and counterproductive outcome. To impose this result in that clause's name when it requires no such thing, and to thereby obstruct our collective progress toward the full realization of the clause's promise, is truly a tragedy for us all. Um, both Justice Sotomayor and Justice Jackson criticized the majority for making an exception uh, for military academies. So military can still use affirmative action but colleges can't so there trevor you spoke about consistency i mean reem you spoke about consistency in uh, decision making and right here we see one that it's not consistent um and they're still making exceptions in certain places so it's it's really strange and interesting to look at um, Yo, my, my sinister mind means makes me think that like when they can use affirmative action in the army, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, send that nigger on the front lines." Well, that's <laughs> like, what I was, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. like, yeah. like they're no, they're a little real. more disposable. Like, oh yeah. yeah, you we know niggers can take bullets. We've seen it happen. So, <laughs> like, I just think that like that's some some in the back of their heads. Yeah, Justice Sotomayor also said uh, today this court stands in the way and rolls back decades of precedent and momentous progress. Um, adding that the decision cements a superficial role of colorblindness as a constitutional principle in an endemically segregated society where race has always mattered and continues to matter. She continued to write that this subverts the constitutional guarantee of equal protection by further entrenching racial inequality in education, the very foundation of our democratic government and pluralistic society. Yo, I swear they'd be using the, the source like crazy in these. Like they don't need <laughs> Yeah. I I yo, and that that's a big thing for me, is it's like the a lot of these cases are 
assuming the fact that being a different race or being an addition franchise, literally the definition of being disenfranchised isn't a hindrance towards success. Is like, a hindrance? Is, is not. They're assuming is that not. that is not a hindrance. That yeah. like, it's like, they're trying to go back to saying like, oh, America's a meritocracy. It was only a meritocracy for, for white men. Mm. That's it. And, so, and that's how the constitution was written. That's who it was written for. Right. And to give a, a overview of affirmative action, um, I'll do my best. And affirmative action is a, a policy in which an individual's color, race, sex, religion, uh, national origin, um, or ability is taken into account to increase opportunities provided to underrepresented part of society. Uh, it's often used in education and employment to promote diversity and address past and present disadvantages due to systemic discrimination. However, affirmative action is controversial, and there are arguments that are for and against it. You know, and you notice how, like, the only thing that's really popping up for people, and that's just like you, it's the Trump effect, is the race part. Like, that's mm. the only little piece that people were like, oh, like, I, some dumb white chick was over here saying, talking about, like, oh, we finally ended the racist policy of, of affirmative action. Like, bitch, that shit helps you, too. Like, Come yeah, on. I think that's a completely glossed over aspect of, of it. Yeah. Right? Like, like if you're in a line, wheelchair, all these other things that came from it. If you're in a wheelchair, like if you have like even mental disabilities, but you can do a specific task regardless. Neurodivergent, of please. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I guess what we use. That's what I use when I'm at work, but you know. <laughs> you said we on the pod. You can't stand the heat. Take the heat, get out the kitchen. You're right, Trev. But um, affirmative action is controversial for several reasons, uh, one being equality versus equity. Uh, some people argue that affirmative action promotes equity by leveling the playing field, um, while others say it contradicts the pr principle of equality by favoring certain groups over others. And that's kind of what you and uh, you, Trev, and, and Reem were talking about, um, the equ equity versus equality and whether people are actually acknowledging that people are the disenfranchised people are at a disadvantage. And then it gets into the meritocracy, which critics argue that decisions should be based solely on individual merit and that affirmative action can result in less qualified individuals being chosen for positions or admissions over qualified individuals. Something else that this affirmative action case did not note is whether legacies will be affected. Okay, yeah. And this is where meritocracy gets muddled because legacies, meaning that if your parents and your their grandparents all went to the school, then you have a higher chance of getting into that school. Um, they're saying that that can still be in place. Colleges can still use legacies. But if we're talking, arguing for affirmative action or against affirmative action, saying that we need to use meritocracy, then legacy should not be a thing as well. Yeah, it all boils well, down to money, man legacies these backdoor admissions high like colleges like harvard and all these other places been doing this shit for a long time it's it's, it's a it's a cash cow like yeah that's and, not going anywhere and Rashawn, you you mentioned it offline when you were talking about the way that you and mook were talking about athletes mm -hmm. and the impact that that has on a school counting as quote unquote uh their diversity numbers yeah, it's a benefit, right? Like it raises their uh, their quota, but then also bringing in a five star recruit um, also um, 
brings in and generates a, a lot of revenue, a lot of these uh, sports schools and, and things of that nature. So, yeah, it's this whole this whole situation is crazy. And I know I can't help but mention Clarence Thomas, who was, you know, a part of the six um, who was able to, you know, I mean, it's self-hate, right? Um, Justice Clarence Thomas who was Justice, part of the six who ruled against yeah, the yeah. affirmative action. Thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just who's benefited from a fair definitely benefited from it um, since his undergrad at Holy Cross getting into law school, um, but then took a turn once he couldn't get a job coming out of out of law school. Nigga, it was the 70s like (laughs) (laughs) motherfuckers ain't hiring black people. You know what I'm saying? So and I think that's when it really took that turn. But it's just it's just crazy to see. Uh, the ruling but I don't know yeah yeah when I also think of athletes or athletic programs I think about you know how how certain groups um certain racial groups certain economic society uh socioeconomic groups have access to certain sports so right like mostly um students of color are playing basketball and football which drive the revenue for the school. But then if you look at the other programs at schools, crew, lacrosse, polo, golf, tennis, where those are the, you have to have a little bit more money to practice and play those, even hockey, um, where those are less diverse racially, but those students are still getting in based on their athletics and not academics. Um, It makes me think of that as well. There's also an argument to that um, from the school's perspective is that the school is encouraged to admit more athletes um, from certain sports compared to others uh, because of what you said in terms of the revenue, but also the cost. So like sports like crew and polo and lacrosse, those sports are a net loss for the school. So any student that they admit, the school is losing money realistically from it. In, in some aspects, in terms of how they look at it, right? And so even if they are having um, some sort of diversity thought about the students that they're admitting related to that, the, the school is still looking at overall financially those sports as a net loss. And that's why you see sports, you know, schools like Alabama and Georgia and, you know, all these top D1 football programs that make millions, their coaches get millions and millions and millions of dollars, right? Because the school makes so much money from these students coming in. And the argument of would these students get into the school if they weren't athletes, like that is, I don't know if that's the right argument to have, but I could see why somebody would ask that. You know, I, I can understand that, but I don't know if that's really what people should be asking, but I, I get the viewpoint of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another point about the controversy around affirmative action is uh, reverse discrimination. So some argue that affirmative action in an attempt to correct past discrimination can create discrimination against other groups. And I think this is what we're talking about when we hear uh, Justice Roberts's opinion on why they ruled against affirmative action. And that quote you used, Trevor, when it was, I forget what the quote was, but that kind of sounds like he's claiming reverse discrimination, which is why he doesn't want to do things like that. There's no, I hate The I way hate to get rid I, of discrimination is to not discriminate right (laughs) (laughs) 
I hate the term <laughs> reverse exactly. in front of any term, like reverse <laughs> racism, reverse discrimination. Like I, I those one doesn't like that's not. Uh, yeah, sorry, I'm gonna get the way to rant, stop but, discrimination. Uh, nah, go off, right? Nah, it, it's just, it's it's like comical because people use that and they think, oh yeah, I'm saying something right now. Like, that's reverse racism. You can't do that to me. It's like no, racism has a definition and it applies to really anybody given based on your situation. If you're being discriminated against, you're being discriminated against. It's not reverse discrimination. If somebody's being racist towards you, they're being racist towards you. It's not reverse racism. Like when you use that term, you tell me everything I need to know about you because you don't need to use reverse in it. You can just say that person's being racist towards me. That person's discriminating towards me. That person's biasing towards me. It's not anybody oh no. <laughs> that's using that in any sort of serious connotation is like you're you're telling me a lot about what you think and what you're or i'm making some assumptions but you're telling me a lot about what you think or in other words i hate the fact that you're leveling the playing field for me right now yeah like you can't go to a you can't go to a bar get rejected by a girl and say yo i got reverse sexually assaulted right yeah like yeah that would sound nuts yeah yeah Yeah, it's it's just it's a silly thing you know but you know one thing i want to say about like the affirmative action thing is I think something I've thought about with it is like what it does to um, those groups that are, are benefited by, it. I put that in air quotes, is benefited. But if we're gonna assume minorities and underrepresented groups are benefited by it, I think, I wonder like what that impact is for a student that goes to a school and feels like they benefited from an affirmative action. You know, like as a person of color who went to an undergrad program and a master's program, I definitely at periods had times where I was like, am I actually a good fit at this school? Like, should I be here? Did I get this job because of my mayor or because of being a person of color? Like I've had that throughout my whole life. And I think one downside, imposter syndrome, thank you. I think one downside to affirmative action is it can give certain people in those underrepresented groups this feeling that I didn't deserve this, but I got it because of this additional aspect of me. And I, I think that's one piece that we really should talk about more. You know, affirmative yeah. action has its benefits and has its downsides, but the actual experience of what that does to somebody, because on one hand, that can help really push somebody like, oh, I got it because of this, but I'm going to prove that I'm better and I deserve to be here. It's too late for you. It's too late for me. The game ain't fair. I don't make the rules, but if you break free, ain't nobody care. The worst thing to do is forget about where you came from How the fuck I ended up